It's the way. Yeah, it's the way. You ain't heard of us. Hey, Rams. Hey, hey welcome. What? Heard with us. If you look around for a word to trust, check the star seed journey. You can learn from us. Sex, sleep, drugs. What we gonna discuss? Whatever you need to be prosperous. Negativity superfluous. All we really want is for you to just be true to you and be who you are Cause you are a star and you will go far You can succeed at all of your dreams You'll get your degree and all of those things But you must take care of your health Cherish yourself, your body, your mental, your grades and your wealth You can have fun and still be well That's what we do here at The Wealth Welcome, everyone, to What the Well, our podcast from the Wellness Resource Center at VCU. My name is Tom Bannard. I'm the program coordinator for Rams in Recovery. I'm a person in long-term recovery, and I use he, him pronouns. And I'm excited to be with you today to talk with uh, one of our students and one of our AmeriCorps members about uh, recovery and about being a recovery ally. Uh, So I'll let Carter introduce himself and tell you a little bit about him. Hey, everybody. How's it going? My name is Carter Bain, and I'm a person in long-term recovery. I'm also a social work student for the um, School of Social Work, and um, I have been interning at Ramsden Recovery for the past two semesters. Hello, I'm Denise Carl. I'm an AmeriCorps member. I've been working with Tom at Ramsden Recovery for about a year and a half now. Um, I use pronouns uh, she, her. And I am a recovery ally. Awesome. So I'm really excited to have this conversation with you all today. And I I think that one of the powerful things about recovery is just people's own personal journeys to get to recovery spaces, whether as family members or uh, people in recovery. So I'd love for each of you to tell us a little bit about kind of how you got into this work um, and why this is important to you. Thanks, Tom. Um, yeah, Rams and Recovery really has a special place in my heart because when I was um, a student at a community college, um, I was involved with Rams and Recovery before it became as big as it is now. And I was friends with a lot of the people who uh, were part of the student organization. But through moving, I had to be on VCU campus less. And so I got an email about where I was placed for this semester, and I recognized who my supervisor was as Tom. And Tom and I had a connection prior to me interning here. And so I was able to reconnect with everybody who kind of started the program, and I was able to be a social work student and an intern for the program, but also reap the benefits of being a person in recovery also. And so these past two semesters, I've learned what it means kind of to be a person in recovery in the professional field and also uh, to be a student and to have a safe space for uh, myself because a lot of my a lot of my cohort likes to go out and drink and likes to go out and have a have a good time and having a safe space space for me to do homework or catch up with other people in recovery has been paramount for um, my success at VCU. Now, I know um, a number of you all listening uh, probably aren't in recovery, but uh, we've really talked a lot about being recovery allies on our campus and uh, how we create supports for people in recovery. So I wanted to let Denise tell 
us a little bit about her journey and how she came to be involved with Rams in Recovery. Uh, yes, Rams in Recovery has been very important to me. Um, I didn't know about Rams in Recovery at first, um, but about four or five years ago, I had a friend who was a college student um, struggling with substance use. Um, my friend had alienated friends and family and was in a very bad place, and I was looking for resources. Um, I did the usual Google search and came up with all kinds of things outside the state of Virginia and expensive treatment centers, uh, but that Google search was not very helpful, so I tailored my search to look here in town and realized that VC, uh, VCU had a medical center, MCV. Um, and so in looking for uh, resources here at VCU, I discovered an article on Rams and Recovery, um, looked closer at Rams and Recovery, called and was able to come in, sit down and talk with Tom for about 20 minutes and get a lot of resources, uh, places to visit, living facilities, treatment facilities, um, meetings, all kinds of things that really helped my friend turn things around um, to get out of a very, very dark place. And so I was very grateful. Um, one of the things that I learned through that discussion was about a family education program. And I really uh, realized that I needed to spend a good amount of time educating myself. So I started visiting the family education program uh, on pretty much a weekly basis and then um, was excited to be able to volunteer when, the, uh, when a few opportunities came up and then when the AmeriCorps position came up. I was um, very eager to participate in the program. That's awesome. So, um, so I'm kind of curious uh, because I know that we we have a campus that loves to be supportive of people from all different walks of life and backgrounds and challenges. And I, I wonder if you could tell us a couple of the the most important things that you've learned about being an ally. I think first and foremost, um, I've learned that you have to be empathetic, and you have to be willing to um, listen in a non-judgmental way, uh, to be available, um, and to also educate yourself. I think if you have not been exposed to substance use or substance use issues or struggles, um, it is imperative to get as much information as possible about the disease of addiction, um, the struggles of substance use, the challenges, the stigma um, surrounding all of those things, and um, to um, really be available in an open way at the time when someone may need you. It's a really challenging disease that... Uh our students and, and friends and family members uh, deal with. Uh, and, you know, it's funny, I, I worked in um, uh, I worked in the community for a long time. I worked in homeless services. And um, people would always come up to me and, and ask about kind of 
the problem kind of about, you know, how hard, you know, it was to work in this space and, you know, how depressing it must be. And I just never found that to be the case. I, I just found uh, the folks that I work with uh, offered tremendous hope. And, and in some way, I was able to extend some of that hope to them. Uh, so I wanted to kind of ask uh, Carter a little bit about about that um, hope and the hope that there is in recovery and um, see what, what your experience with that is as someone considering going into this field professionally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing I always kind of try to live my life by is I'd rather go through something dark and then come out on top than to have a mundane life. And my past experiences have taught me so much. And I realized most of the bad things that I went through in my life have shaped the person I am today. And to see students in recovery, um, just their cumulative GPA is higher than normal students. Uh, their commitment to going, going to classes, their attendance is higher. And what's really awesome is just to see the resilience of um, people in recovery, not only students, but faculty and staff, and to be a recovery-ready campus. Uh, we've had some students come in who are uh, who got into recovery in high school, and so we're starting to outreach more, and people are deciding where they want to go to school. Maybe it's their athletic program, maybe it's their uh, scholastic program, but now people are deciding whether to go to a school if they have a collegiate recovery program. And it's been uh, kind of like a national movement to move uh, college campuses into a recovery-ready, meaning staff and faculty have are, are allies and also accommodations for uh, students in recovery. Sometimes people need to take a test and they are struggling because they had to hit five meetings today and talk to their sponsor. They're going through a really bad mental health crisis and VCU actually offers accommodations for these students. And it's just been really cool to be not only a student in recovery, but also a staff member present when someone's having a hard time to be able to help them. And something uh, Rams in Recovery uh, provides is one-on-one -on -one recovery coaching. And that's really like the bridge for students to find their own recovery community. And it's been really beneficial for me being a social work student to use some of the skills I've learned in that while dealing with somebody experiencing a substance use disorder to be able to be empathetic, like Denise was saying. And um, I'm just so forever grateful that this campus is recovery ready. Awesome. That's very cool. You know, I, I'm wondering about um, your experience, Denise, as kind of somebody that was very new to this world just a couple of years ago. And, you know, what has been your experience working with um, students and young people in recovery? I think that the first thing I would say is that the students I've encountered in recovery are some of the most self-aware, um, caring, um, caring for each other and the world at large, but especially the recovery community, supportive, um, dedicated people that I have ever met. It gives me great hope for the future in a lot of different ways to just watch the students here who have 
maybe struggled, uh, who have fought some demons and have come out and have learned so much um, and who give so back so much in so many different ways. It's just an inspiration for me. So that's really cool. It seems like uh, there's a lot more to recovery, and, and certainly that's been my experience, than just not using a substance. I wonder, Carter, if you can share a little bit of your experience with that. Yeah, I just wanted to thank Denise for those kind words. A lot of my friends, including myself in recovery, don't see ourselves that supportive or that self-aware. Um, recovery is definitely a struggle sometimes, but the benefits have been just overwhelming because uh, recovery to me is a second chance. And that's really why when I first got that email that I was placed at Rams in recovery, I did have a sense of gratitude because I never had a chance to actually be successful in college. And so my first attempt at college, I managed to get a 0.25 GPA and had to medically withdraw and went into a treatment center at the age of 19. And at the end of that year, I went into another treatment center and I was faced with depression and just, I was, didn't know where to go and nobody was giving me a second chance. And when I finally got back into school after finding recovery through a 12-step program, I realized I learned so many lessons in recovery. I learned what it meant to have a commitment. I learned what it meant to show up when I'm not feeling like it. I learned the value of reaching out and being vulnerable when I'm having a bad day and really reaching out to people in order for them to help me. And at Rams in Recovery, we focus on the three pillars of recovery, which are growth, service, and community. And so growth is the personal development. Um, service is doing something for others without getting a reward. And there is a science out there that shows, it's called the science of altruism, that shows happiness can be achieved by doing things for others without being rewarded for it. But for me, the most important uh, pillar is community because I felt alone. I felt isolated. I felt like nobody really cared about me until I found a recovery community, until I found when I didn't show up for a meeting, someone called me and they missed me. And a common phrase in recovery is, we will love you until you love yourself. And I definitely didn't know how to love myself. And people took the altruistic path and loved me, picked me up when I didn't have a car because I had lost everything. They took me and bought me food when I didn't have enough money for food. And to see the community grow, and that's something that I really value at Rams in Recovery. We have a, um, on Sundays, we have, or I think it's the third or second Sunday of the month, we have a community meeting, and it's everybody, alumni, faculty, staff, people who identify being in recovery, coming together, breaking bread, and really sharing their experiences, what's, what's been going on, what's good, what's bad, and it allows people to be vulnerable, but it allows people to be grateful. And so that's really what recovery means to me is being grateful for a second chance. Very cool. Yeah, I, I was definitely, early in my recovery, I had gratitude kind of uh, beaten into my head a little bit. And, and one of the things I was taught about gratitude is uh, that gratitude is an action word. So for our folks in the 
in the community here, um, what are some of the, the actions that they can take to make us a, a more recovery-ready community, a more recovery-friendly community? First, I think you can always uh, uh, educate yourself more and more. We offer here um, on a regular basis a recovery ally training program. We also offer naloxone training. Um, naloxone is the life-saving drug that reverses an opioid overdose. Um, it's an easy training, and we also distribute the naloxone. Um, I think the other thing that we can do is um, just, again, be prepared to listen and be available when someone reaches out or in any way indicates that they're looking for someone. Thanks, Denise. Um, I also think it's really important to shed the stigma around addiction and substance use and also recovery. Um, I used to be afraid to say I'm a person in recovery because people would wonder from what substance or they would look at me like I was less than. And I realized that it was because people in power weren't allowing me to have that space. And so kind of the recovery ally training was a, an ad adaptation from the safe zone training and other trainings around campus like green zone. So recovery ally is providing a not only a safe space for uh, people in recovery, but it also aims to deconstruct stigma. And my goal for working with Rams in recovery is to bring that stigma out into the light. And for example, one thing that uh, we do is we drive or we ride around the coffee bike and you get free hot coffee and you have a, it costs you a conversation about recovery, but that brings it out into light. And, um, and to second Denise, the naloxone training, we've had staff members give trainings in two different instances. Somebody within 24 hours used that naloxone to save somebody's life. And for me, the greatest thing to become an ally is to walk with people, not not treat the problem as it's us versus them, but to there's a idea of a warm handoff. And if a student comes to you, if a friend comes to you, you can always offer them services. But what does that really do? Uh, it's really hard for people in that place to access services. Something that I think is really valuable is walking someone to counseling services, walking someone to Rams in recovery, walking someone to someone you know in recovery, and to stop treating recovery as a taboo subject. It needs to be talked about at the dinner table. It needs to be talked about in the churches and the schools and stuff because this affects everybody. And just for me, how many people I've lost just because they were too afraid to get help really breaks my heart. And so to be recovery ready is willing to have that uncomfortable moment and being a safe space for people in recovery so they can get help. Gosh, Carter, uh, hearing you talk makes me think about the this, this story that we use that I think is a great analogy for why community matters in recovery. Uh, so if we have a, a dying tree and it's in, a, it's in a forest where for whatever reason the, the ecosystem is not supporting it, and we, we take that, it's still a small tree, we take that tree out of that forest and we put it somewhere else and we give it light and we give it water and we amend the soil and we help it change. 
um, and, it, and it grows and it flourishes and blossoms. And then we take that tree and we put it back in that same forest that hasn't changed. Uh, we shouldn't be surprised when that tree withers again. And, um, and so I think that, that we, for far too long, have placed too much emphasis and too much responsibility on an individual to recover all by themselves when we as families, as communities, um, as, as a nation have not uh, invested enough to make sure that everyone has an opportunity not just to, to kind of survive but to grow and thrive in their recovery. And um, so that's really what I want to see us to continue to grow and develop here at Virginia Commonwealth University. Um, I think it's in our DNA to be empathetic, to be caring, to look out for the under, underdog, and uh, it's why I'm really proud to be part of this school. So thanks so much for listening today, and uh, we hope we'll see you back here again at the What the Well podcast. I uh, hope you have a great day.